Welcome to another episode of the Air Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. As always, listen to us on the Unhinged Sports Network and also listen to us on iTunes and iHeartRadio. However, I got a good buddy of mine. You guys should know him very well. Mr. Clyde Butler. Clyde, what's up going? What's going on, my man? I am I am not road raging yet. I am driving a big Mack dump truck through Denver during rush hour traffic. Um, so, other than that, everything's great, man. So speak of you know, I've never never driven through Denver, uh, especially during rush hour. How's rush hour? I mean, obviously. I'm not for sure of how far out you've traveled rest of the country was during rush hour, but how is your guys' rush hour traffic? Okay, so the worst rush hour traffic in the United States of America is Atlanta, Georgia. It has, Atlanta is the worst. So on a scale of zero to Atlanta, we're like right in the middle of that. So oh. not terrible. Not so what you're, so what you're right. telling me... What you're uh, telling me is that uh, I can pass and we'll be with tra- trouble. Uh, as I say that, we're coming to a, a standstill. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a good reason. This is the reason why I chose this hour because I knew, I knew I would be in rare form right now because I never <laughs> swear in traffic and I never ever ever cuss. So, um, yeah, no, this will be perfect. Well, I'm going to try not to, uh, I'm going to try my best to continue that trend and uh, make sure that you don't, (laughs) that you don't ever, ever cuss and uh, that you don't get too mad. Oh, I'm all right. I I do it a lot, so it's all good. (laughs) But now everybody that's catching up, you know, of course, Clyde's been on the last, I think, two or three shows. It's been a while. Of course, I've been swamped with life and work and. And all that fun stuff. But um, first things first, um, your thoughts. Uh, Adam Vinatieri announces his, his retirement. Um, of course, in my opinion, one of the greats. I'm not for sure if you would put him number one. But where would you put Adam Vinatieri, uh, Clyde, in your top, your top all-time kickers? All right. Well, all first, right. Of all, first of all, is, is Adam Vinatieri the last one to know that he retired? Because I think that he's been retired since like 2019. Let's be fair. Other than- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, his skills are kind of getting whacked, but correct. Uh, a little bit whacked. Um, no, he's he's the best. He's the greatest of all time. Uh, you, you can't you can't argue with him. Who, who are you going to put ahead of Adam Vinatieri? Would you go Morton Anderson? I don't know. I don't know who Morton Anderson is. Was he the was he the feller that kicked for the Saints like when I was like seven? I think so. What about Sebastian, uh, Sebastian Jankowski? We all know him. Oh, Sebastian! He was. Uh, I forgot. He's the, the, he's the greatest character as a kicker. Yeah, he was. <laughs> if you if you if you had a kicker that you were afraid was going to go and get drunk, it would either be Matt Prater or or Jankowski. Janikowski's kicked several games drunk. That's not uh, – I'm, I'm just saying that I, – I don't know that to be true. I just know that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not old enough to, to – I'm not old enough to, of course, you know, I don't think I ever recall Morton Anderson play. I mean – Obviously, he played. I don't. I mean, I'm 33 years old. I don't think I ever seen him play, but maybe I did. I just really don't remember it. But um, I saw Morton Anderson play. I yeah, he's a kicker. If if you're gonna if you're gonna rank kickers, you gotta put uh, you gotta put the guy that looks like you're like Santa on the on the top of the list. So I'm gonna go with uh, Vinatieri, the greatest kicker of all time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk, you know, kickers all day long, but no, where would you put, where would you put Jason Elam at? Uh, the, he's probably the best kicker in Broncos history. Oh, by far. Yeah. Uh, I still think had Matt Prater stay with the Broncos, I still think you could have contested Elam and Prater. Uh, not really. No way, man. 
I miss Elam. Do you think he can come back and kick for us still? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I like Brandon McManus, but, you know, I'm just kind of – you never I know. I love McManus. No, J- Jason Elam was clutch, man. That guy was such a – he's just – he was awesome. Uh, I, I would say that, you know, Prater, Prater never won a championship, man. No. You, you got to win championships. And uh, Jason, Jason Elam was a way underrated factor in the uh, Denver Broncos offense. Oh, for absolutely. A lot years, for a lot of years. I say he was an offensive weapon. I, I say that he was an offensive player. Obviously, he's a special team player. But he was offensive in the way that he kicked because you know once you got within the 40-yard line that you could kick a field goal and probably make it. And he was that he was that clutch. So I mean, you get two or three first downs with that offense, John Elway and, and Phil Davis and Shannon Sharp converting two or just three first downs. You had three you had three points on the board. So Jason Elam, yep. he was he was dope. No, it, it's you know I'm happy to see Vinatieri finally retire. You know, of course. I do remember when he started with the Patriots way back in the early 2000s, and of course, you know, early 2020s now, and he he's he he was still kicking, but nonetheless, um, obviously a Hall of Famer. I don't know if I would put him first ballot, but definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't know if you can put a kicker on first ballot, can you? But if you could, I would be your guy, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. now, Grant. Do you think Calvin Johnson should have been first ballot? See, I don't think he should have been. Ooh, why not? I just, I, I mean, numbers were there. I just thought, you know, I just didn't think he was first ballot material. But uh, obviously they they thought otherwise. But I just, uh, I don't know. I just wasn't really, obviously talent-wise was there. He's got the numbers to back it up. I just was hoping, I mean, granted, it's the Lions. But I really was hoping he would have stuck out and played a few. I still think he left the game early, though. Well, superstars in Detroit kind of have a tendency of doing that, right? Unless you bury Sanders and we'll just completely walk away. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I think it has something to do with the uh, with the organization, and the organization is not very good there. Oh, no. So to have a superstar like that, you know, to go to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot, that says something about Calvin Johnson. I I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. What did he play, nine years? Ten years? I believe so, yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one to say first ballot. And he never didn't even win a playoff game? I don't think he – I think they made – once to the playoffs, maybe. I mean, they might have gone to the playoffs a couple times. Maybe so I don't think they won one. No, they never, won. they never even won a wild card game. They, they haven't won game. since God knows when. It's hard for listen. I'm a homer. I'm a Denver Broncos homer. Well, so am I. I. Yeah. And Rod Smith to me was a better was a better uh, receiver. Oh, a hundred times, yeah. I wouldn't say a hundred, but he, I, I, I could make the argument that his longevity and, and the and his championships and what he brought to the team, I, I, he's he to me is a Hall of Famer if there ever was one. And I don't to to not put Rod Smith in the Hall of Fame, but put Calvin in first ballot. That's a tough pill to swallow. Well, here's another one for you, which I thought, and this is kind of why I thought. You know, I'm you know, obviously I'm not a voter, so I don't know what they all vote on, but I mean obviously he's got the numbers and stats I should say, but my thing is uh why isn't Isaac Bruce now one of them's in, I believe, maybe not both of them. Is it Holt that's in and Bruce isn't, or is it Bruce that's in or Holt or neither of them are in? Uh I don't know. I don't See, know. I can't remember. I can't either. I to me it seems like Tory Holt is the Hall of Famer in that group, but Isaac Bruce was was pretty dope too. 
Well, and they may not both, but they may not even be in. I, I don't remember. It's been it's been a minute, but you know, talk about the greatest show on turf. I thought those two, not first ballot by any means, but I thought by now they should at least should have been in. So my case was, you had these two. You know, whether good, you know, great receivers, whether whether or not you want to consider them best of all time for St. Louis or slash L.A. history or whatever. But I mean, my thing is, if Cal, if if Calvin's in, at least these guys got to get in, because I mean, if it wasn't for them, Falk and and Warner, of course, and and um, Orlando Pace, Orlando Pace. Thank you very much. I knew I was missing one. I'm telling you that if that well, first of all, that Orlando Pace. Warner is nothing. <laughs> well, I think he is. It's, see, like novice football fans look at look at those teams and say, "Okay, well, they had they had Warner, they had Falk, and they had the receiving core. That's what made that show go." But the reality is, is that they needed time to throw the ball deep. Yep. And without Orlando Pace, that thing is not the greatest show on earth. He's, oh he's, no! He's the catalyst of that whole team, in my opinion. They, well, they starts up front. Yeah, they had a great offensive line, but man, Orlando Pace was so good. Dude, Orlando Pace was great, man. Yeah, he was just a that dude was a baller. Baller, absolute baller, game changer. Oh, by far. Yeah, he's a first I mean, ask, ask Drew Locke with that offensive line, you, you're nothing. Well, I was starting to warm up to Drew a little bit. Oh, what what made you warm up to him? Uh, the season's over. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Is it is it the thought that we won't that we're not probably going to get Aaron Rodgers at this point? Well, it's the thought. That I, you, geez, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm not so far down on him that I can't root for him to be our quarterback this year. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of Drew, uh, I don't know if you saw saw that comment or not. But did you see his comment that uh, he's gonna he's looking forward to reading all these negative comments about him? Uh, yeah, some of them are gonna be mine. He's gonna read some of mine. Yeah, and, he is. You know, <laughs> and here's the thing: I don't think Drew Locke's gonna read my comments and say what a what a total how off base I am. I don't I don't think he can he can read what I've had to, what I've been critical of, and and say that I'm so far off base. I think I think that my criticism of Drew Locke, to me, like, look, I know everybody has an opinion, and it's not always right factually, but to me, right. I think my 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 opinion of Drew Locke is is founded, has been founded on Twitter anyway. Well, you know, I'm very vocal about Drew Locke and Twitter. Of course, the one last tweet I said about Twitter and the whole world ended up in the fire brimstone. But, um, <laughs> Lord Jesus. But, uh, you know, I, I found out that us Broncos fans, uh, one thing that you that we love to argue about is quarterbacks. Well, we've been, we've been spoiled, man. Yeah, we have. Dude, somebody posted on Twitter the other day, uh, John Elway throwing the rock. Uh, Rod Smith on his birthday. It was Rod Smith's birthday like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching highlights of Rod Smith, and dude, he's he's got a highlight reel, man. That is just dude, Rod Smith crazy. was good. Rod has a dope highlight reel. Mm-hmm. But look at the balls that he was getting thrown to him from John. John was so good, man. Oh my god, John L.A. was so good. It, 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 I forgot how good John Eller was, and just what an absolute laser beam he had for a right. He off. had a laser on an arm, and people don't get. I mean, I get that, you know. And people are like, well, he, you know, he lost more Super Bowls than you won. Okay, well, cool. That's cool. I mean, if that's really what you're going to hang us, you know, hang his head on, and go, so be it. But 
you know, people really, I mean, from the, the, the Super Bowls, forget that. Just the talent in itself. I mean, I was watching film of the old uh, AOC championship game with the Browns. This dude from the three-yard line just laser beam, laser beam, laser beam. This dude had an arm, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And I, I grew up, I was, that's who I idolized as a kid, right? Oh, same here. I got John Elway stuff in here galore. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. And I just remember, I didn't, I just forgot what that looks like. And as we all, I, I, you know, and now the last five years, let's go back. Who has an arm like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? We were we were spoiled with John. And then we had, you know, a whole bunch of crap. And then we had Plummer and Greasy, I guess, before that. Greasy wasn't bad either until he got hurt. No, he was more injury prone. You know, Jake Plummer, I still thought, was that the 05 team we lost when we lost to the Steelers in the AFC Championship game? Correct. I still think that was the best non-Super Bowl team Denver had in quite some time. Well, the 2012 team. Before 2012, yeah, exactly. Well, 2012, you know, if Raheem Moore would have covered well, we would have. Dude, that hurts my feelings. Yeah, I still can't talk about that game. I was so pissed off. I, dude, I was in Honduras. I think I told you this story. Did I tell you this story? I don't think I don't you did, no. Mm-mm. So I was in Honduras during that game because my wife is from Honduras. Right. I remember you saying that one, yeah. Okay, so I'm in Honduras, and I'm explaining the game. So I'm watching the game in Spanish. I'm not very good at Spanish at the time. <laughs> kind. Of, I mean, I can, I can kind of carry on a conversation, but... Right. And trying to explain to my father-in-law and brother-in-law who don't know football at all about the Broncos, right? Because I'm a diehard Bronco fan, so I'm bringing repping the Broncos in Honduras. So I'm like, we've got to watch the Bronco game. So they're watching it with me. So I'm trying to explain to them what timeouts are and that the Ravens don't have any time. So I'm trying to explain that I'm watching the Bronco game. It comes down. And it's a touchdown, and I throw my hat, and I'm tossing, I'm so pissed off. I'm like, oh, my God, no! Like, just cussing, right? Well, the whole the whole town can hear in Honduras. Like, they, they get, <laughs> walls don't have any insulation. So they just think that the giant gringo is going around killing everybody. They don't, they're not watching football. They don't know what's going on, right? They just hear me screaming cuss words in English. They're like, oh my god! So the neighbors came over, dude, with guns and a shovel, and they were oh like, my god. oh yeah, oh yeah, they were gonna kill me, dude. They were like, oh yeah, is the giant gringo killing people over here? Because we'll put him in the dirt. They were ready to bury me, dude. I was like, wow, yeah, because of Raheem. So I'm like, okay, that's the Broncos are gonna be the death of me one way or another, right? That's just. <laughs> Amen to that one, right? <laughs> so luckily, my bro- my father, no, he's okay. He's just watching the Broncos, like he's just 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 bad things. So it goes into double overtime, whatever. They lose. I'm like, I gotta go for a walk, and I step outside, and they grab me, and they're like, Nope, you are not walking anywhere by yourself right now. Wow. Yeah, that was my introduction to Honduras. <laughs> have you done it since and and literally the very next day was because that game was on a Saturday it was, yep. it was uh, division well, division round Saturday mm-hmm. and so the very next day my brother-in-law was like okay we're going to go play soccer like I said I didn't know what was going on I hear soccer we're going to play soccer so I'm like okay cool so I get ready to play soccer no we're going to go watch a soccer match across the river well I, the way I say the story is is that I went to a gunfight and a soccer match broke out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. These, <laughs> these did not like each other. They, they're like one on one side of the river and one on the other side. Of, apparently, they are not friends. And it was a hard foul, hard foul gunfight. Yeah, I thought somebody was going to get shot, dude. They got the guns out. They were firing them in the air and at people's feet and 
fists were flying. It was wild, dude. And so I'm just like, oh my god, I'm gonna this this is where I'm gonna die. In this, <laughs> in this country is where I'm going to die. Well, I've so, never right. been to Honduras, but uh, I will remember if, if I ever get the privilege to go, which you never know nowadays. But if I ever get the privilege to go, I will make sure not to be watching the Denver Broncos game. If I am, I'll make sure my wife uh, reminds me not to yell because uh, I don't want to be a victim of death. Well, death will <laughs> find you there. Death is just around the corner everywhere you go in Honduras, brother. That's sad. I, 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 I'm sure it is, yeah. Other, other than my wife being there, there's no way in hell I'm going. I, w- I would ever go there. <laughs> wow. I mean, since then I've been I've been back seven times since then, so it's kind of like my country now. But I don't recommend gringos going at all. But yeah, that's my introdu- That was my introduction to Honduras. So. <laughs> actually, that's actually entertaining. Not you know, I'm not saying that you know, I'm all for trying to potentially murder somebody but uh but <laughs> but no keeping of course uh we of course we have a whole summer to talk of this and i'm just gonna pick your brain real quick i still think drew locks 2021 starting quarterback i know all the haters out there are probably giving me the finger and that's perfectly fine i'll, I'll take it who do you think's gonna win uh do what <laughs> That was meant for the guy in traffic. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure it was. Looking at me sideways now. I'm giving you the finger, and he's looking at me like I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. Carry on. Well, if, if he if he pulls if he gets out of the car, just let him know that uh, <laughs> that this moron from Oklahoma is <laughs> talking Drew Log. Oh yeah, he no, forgive he you. Yeah, he'll be on my side. Yeah, you will be. I'm uh, Drew Lock, buddy. Sorry, I thought you were Drew Lock. That's why I flipped you off. Sorry, my bad. Uh, God. Uh, pending we don't obviously make any major trade for a quarterback, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Lock, early, early, way too early prediction. Who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback for 21? Okay. Oh, man, in my heart of hearts. I do not believe that the quarterback is on the team yet. I do believe that we are going to fight for a quarterback. Um, however, in, in, however, having said that, because you, you posed the question, I will say that I believe Teddy Bridgewater will be the quarterback. Wow. Yeah. So, well, <clears throat> so should I uh, go ahead and uh... – uh, jump on a uh, Teddy Bridgewater jersey because you know my jerseys in my in my closet has not turned out so well. No, Besides uh, one, that's Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. No, I, if I were you, I wouldn't buy a jersey unless it's the number two. Sir oh Tannis. yes, <laughs> Sir Patrick Sertain. <laughs> that dude's gonna he's fall just, out. He's so dope, dude, and he's just cool, man. He he's just got. He's rocking the number two jersey too this year. That's gonna. It's so cool. I just think he's cool. No, KJ Hamler. I think he went to number one. And uh, who's wearing thirty? I saw someone on the pictures wearing thirty. Who's wearing thirty? You know, I think it's a defensive player. Man, I don't. I do remember. Like, if somebody told me who it was, I would be like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." But I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't either. I, I, say I think it's one of the rookie safeties. I I, I want to say it's the guy from Texas. Oh, that like, could be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who I think got number thirty. That, but I could be Indiana. I think he's a safety. He might be a corner. That dude's a ball hawk. I mean, I, he he <clears throat> he plays the ball. And I, I'm glad he admitted that he needs to work on his in his tackling. Which I saw some. Highlights. He just can't finish tackling. Really? So, at least he admits it. I mean, I'll give him credit. I can't think of Yon Johnson or something like that. Yeah, yeah. If he wants to play, if he wants to play in this defense, he you can't have guests, as they say, on defense. There's no no guests. Everybody has to stick. 
And so that guy, that guy's going to learn a lot on special teams, I think. I think that's what he was known for in Indiana. I don't know much about Indiana football, but from what I heard, I believe he's more special teams than he was in the secondary. Well, I think we're going to see – I think we drafted – I think the whole second half of the draft, you could look at it and say, okay, special teamer, special teamer, special teamer, special teamer, special teamer. And I – which I am all for. I'm glad. We, we need to – Oh, I am too, yeah. Team. Our special teams is just generic as hell. And so I hope we upgraded our special teams with this draft, which in, in, my, in my heart, I believe that we did. I think we're going to have a great special teams this year. Quietly great. No, I thought George Payton did wonderful in the draft. Speaking of special teams, man, did you hear about this punter we just saw? No, I did not. When was this, today? Uh, I think it was yesterday. Mm-mm. Blake Riley, I think his name is. Yeah, he was the Ray Guy award winner in 2018 or 2019. Maybe 2019. He was the Ray Guy award winner out of Kentucky. He's, wow. He's, yeah, he's 28 years old, but I guess the word around the campfire on, on uh, the radio is that he was punching the shit out of the ball. And it was just obvious that he is something else. So what you're telling me is Sam Martin should be a little scared? I, I don't think we re-saw. I, don't, I think re, Sam Martin might be uh, relocating. Wow. Yes. It would not shock me. I, especially, you know, I, we're clearing room, man. There's, why do the Broncos have... I think it's either second or third most cap space in the NFL mm-hmm. right now. What are they yeah, saving? Right second, cap- yeah. What What are they saving the cap space for? If it isn't for a quarterback. Well, you know, Julio Jones wants to be traded. <laughs> there, there was word around that Julio coming to Denver. I heard that too. That's why I had to say that because I wasn't for sure if you heard that. You know, I love. Well, I have the app, the one of the the fans app, and of course, yeah. you, know, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't really think highly of him. But I, I enjoy listening to him, especially out of state. But, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I listen to the fan all the time. By the way, that's that's. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I love him. Um, I, I, I love Slareth, and and like I said, Cecil Lammy. I've known that guy since I was six years old. So. No, Mark Sareth is. I like him. He's a good dude. Be kind yeah, of dope to get him on the show, though, podcast. Oh, dude, Mark Schlereth? That so would be cool, pretty man. dope. If I would ever get him, um, heck, so anybody cool. from a fan, I'd be getting you on as a, as a man. That would be awesome. I, Schlereth is so cool. He's just, he's my, he's one of my favorite all time Broncos as well. Oh, well, by far, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, He's just so—he's just such a cool and funny guy, and so down to earth. And- well, I like what I really like about him. He's playing it from a non-biased standpoint. He just says it as it is, and I think that's what turks a lot of these Bronco fans. That well, yeah. oh, see, he's bashing. No, that's exactly how it really should honestly be. He's—I mean, I don't know how he really truly feels. I mean, he may be on side, you know, away from the camera or away from the camera, away from the mic, and he may think a whole different thing. But hey. Guess what? He's getting the clickbaits, as they always say. He's getting the clickbaits. So, no, I think I think Flaris is he's he's, uh, he's, a, he's a genuine he's a genuinely straight person. Like he's he's gonna be genuine to himself forever. And no, he's a good dude. He's going to be uh, on the on the on the air or, or you know at the kitchen table. So, I I think that. Uh, yeah, Slareth is one of my favorites. But I mean, if you want, if you want cheerleaders, there's another app you can download. Is a KOA app. You can go on there and 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 you can listen to cheerleaders all day long. Nah, that's after a while, you know. I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of the cheerleading. Man. No, I get I, I get enough around here from our local sports radios. I'm not gonna say who. There's only two of them, so pick your guess. Um, yeah. But no, I, I'm good on that one. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a bit. Uh, I mean, there. I, I just. I like objective. I like objective. Uh, even though everybody as a fan loves the Broncos, let's see. Uh, they want the Broncos to be great. 
it's way more fun when the Broncos are great. It's good radio. It makes for awesome radio. It's not fun to bash on the quarterback all the time. It's not what we want to do. But we have to be objective. Mm-hmm. And we can only go by what we what, – what the like Brandon Stokely says. The NFL is, it stands for what have you done for me lately. Yep. It's a business. That's all this is. Exactly. And so if, if you come out and you're the worst quarterback in the NFL last year, hey – what are we gonna do? We can't. We can't. We can't throw it a parade because you were you were shabby, you know. Well, right before right before I started this <clears throat> started this podcast, I got a notification. I, I, I laughed at it. I'm I'm sure you're gonna laugh at it. Maybe not. You may laugh on the inside because I don't want people thinking you're a psychotic guy that's flipping people off uh, on the, on the <laughs> on the highway in Denver. Um, but someone, I don't know who, because I didn't read the article. I just saw the, the headline, and that was it, notification. But uh, I have to figure out who, and who wrote it. But uh, someone wrote a piece of their bold prediction for the 2021 Denver Broncos um, from NFL.com. You want to know what it was? Uh, bold prediction is, is that they go 11 and 7 or 11 and 6. That would be nice. His, uh, whoever wrote it, I have, now, like I said, I'll, I'll send it to you, uh, wrote it. That we will actually end the Kansas City Chiefs reign in the AFC West this year. Whoa, that is bold, dude! Exactly, and that's why I want to know, figure out who wrote it because I want to be like, would you be interested in coming on? Because I really, unless he explains it, he or she explains it in the piece, um, would love to know why he he or she thinks that. Look, I love making bold predictions in May, my man. I mean, it's easy. It's easy to say that we're going to do this and we're going to do that in May. It's it's hard when when what do they have to lose? There's no they have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? So you can make bold predictions all day long. It, it, it's really it's just it has it's nothing. It's, uh, like like today, I was listening to the podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and he was talking about questions and what kind of questions that don't have answers, right? And, and questions that aren't, that are, that aren't real, that don't have any, that, that are, that are fake. They're fake questions. For example, if, if you, the moon is made out of cheese, what, what kind of cheese is the moon made out of? Is it Gouda or is it goat cheese or is it mozzarella? <laughs> Well, when you get up there and you realize that it's not made out of cheese at all, you realize that your question was just bogus, right? So, ultimately, that's how I think about predictions in May in the NFL. Like, they're, they're, you, at the end of the day, when you realize that you were so far off base, like, you, and, and if you do get it right, if it is good to cheese that the moon is made out of, okay, you get to pat yourself on the back, you get to throw your mm-hmm. arm out and pat yourself on the back, right? So, what are they for, honestly, other than just to say, like, okay, like, the Broncos have a decent team that might shock some people? I mean, I guess that's the underlying message here, is what kind of team do we have? Do we have a team that could, that could shock the Chiefs? Maybe. I guess you could say that. Do you, do you believe that we have a team that could shock some people? I think we have a team. <clears throat> excuse me. I think we have a team that. Um, I think my bold prediction right now. I mean, obviously it's way, way early, but I love making bold predictions, especially Meg is in MA in June and some parts right. of July because it makes you look like a moron at the end of the year. But well, uh, Jack, my thing. I think we'll make the playoffs, but I don't. Now, see, I don't think. I think of a decent team. I don't think we have a great team. Now, if we had a quarterback, as ace, if we were solidified at quarterback, we won't be division champs this year, but we would make a lot of noise. So, if we got Aaron Rodgers. Oh, God. Hey, if we get Aaron Rodgers, dude, I'm going to send us to the Super Bowl, and I, by God, we better win that effing thing. <laughs> so, what would you give up for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I'm still not going three first-round picks, though. 
But why not? If you, you, okay, listen. What you just said, what you just said is like the, the moon made out of cheese thing, right? Is that if we got Aaron Rodgers, uh, it's Super Bowl or bust. But well, you have to exactly, yeah. What, what would you give up for that? I mean, you know, if it's Super Bowl or bust, nothing is off the table. See, I would do – well, first of all, see, what scares me is what if Aaron Rodgers jumps off a cliff in Hawaii and now injures himself for the rest of the whole life after you make a trade? Then you lost out. <laughs> then you lost out. No, jokes yeah. aside, I mean, that stuff may or may not happen. I don't know. I mean, realistically, I would go two first rounds. I would then include – I don't know how much value you would get out of him, though. Tim Patrick. I still would send Bradley Chubb before he, we – I still think his injuries are worse than what they're making out to be. Yeah, he didn't participate in uh, OCAs this week. Exactly. I would honestly trade him if possible because I, I don't know. I'm a little, I ain't going to lie. Now, with Bradley Chubb, I am concerned because it sounds like he can't stay healthy. Hmm. Um, I would have yeah. to include him just to at least try to get some worth out of him. Um. There's there's talk. Uh, I would probably do two first, a second, and a third. Tim Patrick and Bradley Chubb. Holy, so okay, okay, so that's a lot. I I mean, obviously, like I said, not next, and Bradley next, Chubb really is just a, you know, kind of see if he can get healthy in the future. I mean, I don't know more. He's more of a risk at this point. But see, at the end, of, but his contract runs up. I think what at the end of this year too. So. There's a good chance we may not even re-sign him anyway if he can't stay healthy. Uh, I think we picked up his fifth-year option. So, did we? Yeah, it's going to be at the end of next year. I don't know. I I would give up. I would give up Chuck for Aaron Rodgers. Listen, nothing is off the table. But I don't think you have to give up that much. Uh, I it wouldn't shock me if 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 a trade does go down. And the compensation looks like, oh my, that's all we gave up. That that might be our reaction. Our, our initial reaction might be, wow, that's it. That's all we gave up for him. There's at least going to be at least two first rounders involved. I don't know if they'll go to three. I still think, realistically, I still think you might be able to see the two first rounds go in. I think if you see two first rounders, it might just be that. It might be a first and a second, and maybe a third. The following year. And George Payton, they tell you know Green Bay, hey, uh, we get he's a league MVP, we get he's a Super Bowl champion, we get you know he's going to be one of your guys' top legends behind uh, Bart Starr and, and Brett Favre, and so yeah. on. And we get that, but realistically, and he and George Payton may tell him, I don't know, he may not. Well, I know, but like, let's look at the bright side. He's also thirty-seven. Yep. I just don't want to give up a ton for a guy that may not pan out. He may get hurt in one play, and then that's that's that. We don't know. That's a risk. Though. I can, that's the that's the Russian roulette that you take on any trade or any draft player or anybody for that matter. But absolutely. Um, well, he's, he's also he also costs like thirty five million dollars against the cap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's have to do Green Bay has to eat some of that money too. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like. Why are we? Why do we have so much cap space? Why, what are we saving it for? It, it makes we're uh, we're making the pieces fit right there. I still think I still think Aaron Rodgers gets traded when that was it. Is June first or is it July first? They can start trading him. I think June first. So that's what I thought. Yeah, it's June first. Is the day? Is that magical? <laughs> <laughs> I still think June. It won't probably be June first, but I still think in June, sometime in June, I still think Aaron Rodgers will be traded. Yeah, and he's going to get traded to the Denver Broncos. Do you think he'll go back home to Cali to San Francisco? No, he's coming to Denver. That's my bold prediction. I don't even think that's a bold prediction. No, I don't think so either. I think that's. I think Denver's the only realistic team. You know, I would say New Orleans, but you know, New Orleans is so much in the whole money uh, cap wise that I don't think they can even afford them. 
You can't afford them. No, you can't. So that's the that's the point. Now, can Las Vegas afford them? I don't think so, man. Unless you trade off car. Who's gonna take that car? You're gonna you're gonna trade one big contract for another? Nah, man. Good. Nope. 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 The only team that makes sense is the Denver Browns. Well, I think that's the only team at this point that can actually afford them. That's exactly right. So. I mean, it makes the most sense, right? It makes sense. I just hope we don't give up our offensive weapons for them. Because can you imagine Rodgers throwing to Hamler and Noah Fant and uh, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy and the list goes on and on. oh my god. Yes. This my team might contest this team will contest the twenty thirteen Broncos offensively. <laughs> I mean why not? Well I'm like I said, I'm all in on the Rodgers. I know I tweeted out I wouldn't try I, I still wouldn't do three first rounds. I think that's outrageous. Um but um I would do at least two. I mean but no, I mean if we can give like I said, I'm all for it and people are like, Well you're you're a retard. Okay, well I'm I'm probably am. I wouldn't be surprised at that either. But um wow. you know, I, I wouldn't trade a whole ton of them for him. I mean my trade proposal probably is outrageous to some, I'm sure. But uh I mean trust me, I want another I want another banner. In my room that says Super Bowl champs, and maybe at least two more with Rodgers. But I just want to beat Kansas City, dude. Dude, that's all I want right now. I'll get a hat that says one and one versus Kansas City this year. Exactly. Well, you know, a buddy of mine who just got married a few weeks back, you know, Jared, he's a big Chiefs fan. I swear to God, dude, I'm getting sick and tired of, of him bragging about this every freaking year, dude. Well, it's, it's easy for him to brag, right? Like, I remember how easy it was for me to brag. Oh, from, absolutely. Uh, 2015, yep. I, was, I was waving that flag, my man. Yeah, I still got my Super Bowl uh, 50 champs car flag still at my car. I put it up every Sunday. Did you really? really? Hey, Sometimes when I don't forget. <laughs> I, I, I think it's great. I mean, we... We have look. It was so weird because I went to the parade, and the parade it was it was really fun, and there was a lot of people, and it was a blast. And the whole time I'm thinking, this is the end of an era. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. This is it's a celebration, but I just knew it was over, right? Like. Everything was everything was over. That was the climax, and it was it was just over after that. And I just felt that feeling of like, oh no, now what? Now what are we? What are we gonna do now? And I I don't remember why I felt so sad during that parade, but I think that was why I just knew that that was the end of an era. And and it feels and correct me if I'm wrong. But it kind of feels like the beginning of a new one right now. No, no, I, I agree with you one way or another. I think, you know, I think George Payton says it's going to be a new era regardless whether it is an Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I get that. You know, I still think he has at least three years at least probably left. You know, it depends on how healthy he can stay beyond that but and how his playing skills are. But, uh Regardless, I think it's a new era. I, I agree with you. Whether it's an Aaron Rodgers era, and I know as much as people hate saying it, it could be a Drew Locke era. Maybe they just gonna run with this guy and hope for the best. I mean, I really don't know, but you know, we'll see. Come OTAs, but but anyway, it's funny when you say that, right? It's hard. Yeah, to I mean, that's really what it's come down to. It's either gonna be Aaron Rodgers or it's gonna be Drew Locke. It's just I don't know. I like Bridgewater. I wasn't a huge fan of him at Louisville. I know that for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I like him. But um, I think it's going to be Drew Locke. Or, I mean, obviously, Bridgewater can easily be a starter, not knocking him at all. Um, 
it's gonna be a new era regardless. It's gonna be Locke. I mean, I guess you could say Bridgewater, need be, and uh, Rogers. I think it's gonna come down to those three. Yeah, <clears throat> I just it just the youth, and it just feels like the turnover. It's, it's just a perfect time for a new era to begin. I, look at this roster. I think you're gonna have guys on this roster that are going to be bricks in the next great Broncos team. And this great Broncos team is has begun. It might, like you said earlier, it might not be this year, but we're definitely on the verge. Oh, absolutely! I'm not gonna, you know, mark us in as a, you know, buddy of mine. And, and Dan, I always give Dan a hard time. He's a host of the Time to Be As podcast. I always give him a hard time. Last year, I made absolutely made fun of him. And I'll tell you why I made fun of him. He had Denver go into the AFC Championship game against Buffalo. Oh, wow. I, I told him, I, I was, you know, on the, well, I think he does Skype. But we were Skype. I said, dude, really? He says, you don't like that? I said, I appreciate that you think highly of Denver. But I said, realistically, we're still inconsistent at the quarterback position. And we still got to somehow find a way to beat Kansas City. But it was it was my mind blowing that we were. I mean, I appreciate the consideration. Um, no, we won't be. In, obviously, we're not no championship team this year unless we get a potential Aaron Rodgers. Then you got you would have to throw us in the mix. But I think it's honestly, I think it's really good. Would you say? And I'll have a few questions before we end the show. But would you say that we would pretend this could be like the next '90s, late '90s team? Because if you think about it, you know, you can not compare us. I'm not saying that. Oh, you're comparing Shannon Sharp? No offense. No, I'm not. I'm just saying put the two, you know, in their positions. You know, you could have a Cortland Sutton, you know, if you want to compare it to a Rod Smith or whatever. Um, but you have like a, you know, you have a Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, no offense. In replacement of back in those days, you had a Ed McCaffrey, you had a Rod Smith, you had Shannon Sharp. In the backfield, I think uh, I'm not. Uh, uh, Melvin Gordon. Hopefully, I, I hope he has a good year, a breakout year. I love that Williams kid from North Carolina, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that we are a offensive coordinator away from that. They definitely need to fire Pat Shermer, though. That was a horrible hire. Listen, man. Uh, today, today, Shermer was talking about. Game. Is uh, second down. I agree with that mentality. That mentality is gone on the Denver on, in, in the play call. We need to go back to running the ball to establish uh, an identity. Yes, sir. Right there. And, and to be and to be mean, you know what I mean, and just take people's. So the Broncos could take your soul away in the first quarter of football game and never throw the ball one time. And that was the late 90s team. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to use You didn't have to use You didn't have What you did And and they And then they were going to go to the top. Then they were going to whip your heart out over the top. That was the Denver Broncos of the 90s, of the late 90s. If, if we want to, we could go back to the uh, uh, I think we have I think we have the pieces in place to do that. Do we have the mentality to do that? I, I don't know. I just know one thing, and I know Peyton Manning's working with Drew Locke, and that's cool, fun, and all. If we don't make a trade um, for Aaron Rodgers, I sure hope we see some consistency and <clears throat> excuse me, an improvement with Drew. Though I will say that. I just don't think he beats Bridgewater. 
Will we hear Omaha? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, <Maybe>. la- <laughs> didn't he do that last year? Bridgewater did that last year, right? right? I think he did. Yeah, I yeah. think he actually did it against us, didn't he? I think so. It's been a long time since I've seen that game, but yeah, yeah. I think he did. Uh, <laughs> last two questions, of course. Uh, last two topics, I should say. Uh, full capacity NFL's talking, looking like it sounds like it's going to be full capacity um, at the stadiums, and I sure hope so because uh, I would love to be in Denver this year. Um, oh, if it's full capacity, are you going to a game this year? Uh, no, no. Nope, nope. Still too early. I'm not playing the political games. This is from your personal standpoint. It has nothing to do with the I'd rather watch a game on TV than this. Oh, well, same here, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't go to the games. I, I've been to, like, five games in the last maybe ten years. Nice. Yeah, I'm not really going to go, 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 go to a game guy, guy. Yeah, I will say this. The games I prefer to watch at home, if I can actually <clears throat> sit still and not lose interest, is baseball and basketball. Oh, yeah. I, I, listen, man, I'm a baseball guy. I know that sounds weird coming from me. That's my sport. Yeah, I love baseball. I love it too. It's, that is where I'm at. That's, that's my happy place. <laughs> I love to catch a Rockies game, though. I ain't going to lie. Uh, dude, we have the best. Coors Field is the best stadium in, in Major League Baseball, in my opinion. Of course, I've only been to like five stadiums my whole life, but. Coors Field is my favorite. I've been to one besides the one here in Oklahoma City. That don't count because it's on Major League Baseball. But um, I've been to one, and that was obviously Chase Field a few weeks back. But uh, How was that? Did you get to the game? Yeah, actually pretty – you know, we actually watched Colorado. No, um, it was actually a good environment, uh, good good experience, I should say, not so much environment. Well, the environment wasn't bad. But now my oldest son, he enjoyed it. Of course, it's both of our Major League Baseball debuts if you will but no it was actually it was uh i enjoyed it and i know he did for sure no it was i give give props to the uh, diamondbacks organization they had a um it was a great uh great time and the ballpark's amazing you know it's a lot bigger than i thought it was I'm, I'm not gonna lie but um i didn't think it was small but it's a good sized ballpark oh it's a it, it's it feels to me, because I've been to that one too, I actually went to the All-Star game there in Arizona. I, I won tickets to the All-Star game through the fan. But, uh, they, so they sent me down there and I got to stay in Scottsdale, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I went down there to Arizona. It, it feels like a warehouse inside. Like yes, a it does. Doesn't it? Yep. And, you know, man, and actually, you know, they kept the door, the, the roof was closed, oh, and yeah. so um, which made it even more feel like a, you know, more like a. Hmm, it's really just interesting because you know you're used to baseball obviously being outside, so it's like, this is cool, but this is really kind of interesting. Yeah, it's. I don't. I didn't know. I, I mean, I loved the All Star game because that was. So, by the way, we get the All Star game here this year. That's yeah. Really nice. Um, I would love to win tickets to that again. That is, I would much rather go to the listen. So I know I'm going off on a tangent talking about baseball right now, the All Star game. But the best part of the All Star game experience for me was batting practice before the game. We, they they opened the doors and let us come in like six hours before the game. Dude, if I I'll be there if they did that. So. Cool. Oh, it was so – and you could go anywhere you wanted. Like, you didn't have to stick to your ticket. So, we went right down uh, front row, and, dude, uh, Miguel Cabrera put on an absolute show. It was so awesome. He hit a he had a 500-foot bomb to left. He had a 500-foot bomb to center and then a 500-foot bomb to right in three nice. consecutive pitches. I'm like – Oh my God, that is so awesome! But yeah, those those guys are so they're so awesome. Man. 
Baseball is so cool. No, I, I enjoy baseball. I, I uh, of course, you know, the last month or the last few weeks, I haven't watched too much, but uh, hopefully Memorial Day week and I'll be able to watch some. Um, sure. I will say this last topic, and I'm sorry, we're going to bring him up, but uh, Clyde, Tim Tebow, Tebow Mania is uh, <laughs> it's back in the NFL. Uh, I When I heard that Tim Tebow signed, I thought it was cool. I mean, I don't know. You know what his you know his agenda is, but uh, no, I think it's pretty cool. He's back at home, technically where it all started, um, with his old college coach. And yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to play much, but maybe he will. I don't really know. But uh, regardless, do you like do you like the one year bare minimal signing? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, how many listen? He's already sold how many 85 kilos? A lot more, yep. <laughs> Obviously, that's a, that's a, just for that reason alone is worth deciding, right? And we're, we're talking about the Jaguars in May. <laughs> in Oklahoma, but, you know, we're talking about the Jaguars in May right now. When was the last time you talked about the Jaguars in May? You know, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence's team. Let's not forget. But well, of course, yeah. But Tim Tebow can bring a lot of notoriety to the team. And I, I mean, honestly, when you're when you're trying to change, like this is a new era, right? Like I was just talking about eras in Denver. When you're trying to establish a new era in 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 Jacksonville, especially, who's better to bring in than Tim Tebow? If not just for a camp body. Dude, I mean, my thing is, I mean, let's just be honest. If it gets to the goal line, we all know it's going to be Tim Tebow. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be fun? Like, put, put Tim in the backfield with uh, yeah, a Wildcat. Mm-hmm. And, and let, him, let him run some RPO. Dude, that'd be nice. Dude. Come on, man. He's... I'm not rooting against him. I'm not, I hope he does well. I hope he makes a team and scores a few touchdowns. I mean, I'm not you know, going to sit here and say he's going to be the comeback player of the year, but no, I hope he does well. I, I do, too. I, no, I love Tim. Tim is great. He's, I mean, he's a goofball. He's kind of a nerd. But oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Dude. I used to have dreams that Tim Tebow was my best friend. <laughs> Did you really? I was a grown ass man. Nice. Plus, dude. And I was like having dreams that that dude was my best friend. And I would wake up like, oh man, it's not real. Damn. Like, I wish Tim Tebow was my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the only Broncos fan that had that. I had those dreams. I guarantee it. There were other dudes that that used to have dreams where they would wake up like, oh, man, Tim Tebow isn't really my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I do have two of, uh, I think Tim Tebow has, what, three books out? I know I have two. Uh, I haven't read them, though, but, you know, I do have them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know you could read but I do. <laughs> I'm not gonna, Tim Tebow is not. He wouldn't be my phone a friend on who wants to be a millionaire. Okay. He wouldn't be my phone. A, he'd be my best buddy, but he wouldn't be my phone a friend. Well, <laughs> if I had to pick Tim for something. He's gonna be my wipeout. Have you ever seen the show Wipeout? Oh yeah, he's my he's my partner in that. Lord forbid he ain't gonna fall. Oh my, dude, Tim Tebow would be the ultimate wipeout contestant. Oh, he would be seriously. That dude would, would absolutely rock that thing out. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. That is so yeah. funny that you say that. Dude, well, I'm gonna end the, I'm gonna end the show on this. I do have a Tim Tebow jersey, and. Yeah. Uh, I kid you not, and honest to God's truth, when Denver would, would would trail, and I don't remember what games they were, 
Uh, I would actually put that on, and actually we would actually come back and win. I kid you not. Yeah, it, it was such a weird year, right? That that, whole Dude, that was insane. Yeah, it, yeah, there was something about it was magic. It was magic. That was a god thing that year. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure all those dreams I had were like Sunday after like comeback victories. <laughs> I wake up Monday morning like ah man. We still won, but he's not my best buddy. But I still, <laughs> anyway. I hate to say, yes, he was that guy. He he's he's that guy, man. I don't know what it is. He's just a gamer. He's just no, I like overall. I mean, obviously, I don't know him personally, but from what I see and from what he posts and all that, now he he's he's a good guy, and I wish him all the best. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm just glad he's not a virgin. Anymore. <laughs> Bro, imagine. Ima- have you seen, you know who his wife is? Oh, yeah. Holy moly. Yep. <laughs> I don't, never mind. I'm not going to go. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to. Different podcast. That's a whole nother show. But can you imagine the first time <laughs> being there? Well, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I don't know her at yeah, all, from Adam. Africa, right? He had like an army, like a safari, and like he had like African singers, and it was like this big extravaganza when he proposed to her. Have you heard about this? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So you know the opening scene of Coming to America, mm-hmm. where like. When, yeah, that he proposed to his wife like the opening scene of Coming to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I, I got I got married I got married on my way to get my license plates renewed. <laughs> <laughs> That, like he's just, he's just on another level, bro. Like I, I'm not. I can't. He's he's way. How am I gonna hate on that guy? No, you 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 can't hate the guy. That he's just trying. I mean, not my fault. The New York Mets didn't allow him to give him a chance. I mean, they suck enough, but you know, yeah. they also think he's right-handed. Well, like, Mets, hey, you know, try with some strong arms. <laughs> he's like, what? I'm left-handed. Like, uh, we think you're right-handed. No, he... <laughs> no, Tim Tebow, he's awesome. I, I really do. I hope he... I, he's good for he's good for the league, and he's definitely good for that team. Nah, he's... Uh, he means well, um, and he's a good guy, and we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. We shall. All right, Everybody- Hey, I appreciate you coming on as always, my brother. Yeah, man. I like I said, I I, I love doing these. So anytime, like I saw you uh, posted, uh, hey, you got, you want to come on my podcast? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking sweet. First time in, the, in about uh, roughly four weeks. I haven't been busy on the wins. I'm thinking I've got to at least do something here. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm glad we did this, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, not a problem. And. I was thinking if you'd be up for it, who knows? Maybe this fall we can uh, tag team these things together and uh, get some football talk because I'm sure we'll have a lot, a lot longer shows once football gets going. Cool, man. Well, I, I hope so. That'd be cool. Hey, man. As always, Clyde. Thank you for joining. Yes, sir. Everyone, Thanks you've been listening to the Air Raid Attack podcast. As always, Mr. Clyde, the man from Denver. Of course, he's currently uh, driving. I'm hopefully staying safe, but give him a follow. I'm at Clyde Diesel Triple Four. Do what? I'm driving fast and taking chances. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you haven't flipped nobody else off. Nope, nope. nope. The whole time I didn't even swear hardly. <laughs> Take it easy, my man. Later. Later. Everyone, you've been listening to the Air Attack Podcast on the Unhinged Sports Network. Download us 
on iTunes, iHeart, and Google. And you all have a great and safe Memorial Day weekend.